So if you really go the whole way and see how you feel at the prospect of vanishing forever, of all your efforts and all your achievements and your all your attainments turning into dust and nothingness, what is the feeling? That's what it's going to all come to. And for some reason or other, we're supposed to find this depressing. Do you see, in a way, how that is saying the most real state is the state of nothing? But if somebody is going to argue that the basic reality is nothingness, where does all this come from? Obviously from nothingness. <laughs> Once again, you get how it looks behind your eyes. See? So in this way, by seeing that nothingness is the fundamental reality, and you see it's your reality, then how can anything contaminate? All the idea of your being scared and put out and worried and so on is just nothing, it's a dream. Because you're really nothing. But this is the most incredible nothing. So cheer up, you see. The essence of your mind is intrinsically pure. Pure means clear, void. See, if you think of this nothingness as mere blankness, and you hold on to the idea of blankness, and kind of grisly about it, you haven't understood it. He said, nothingness is really like the nothingness of space, which contains the whole universe. All the sun, moon, and stars, and the mountains and rivers, and the good men and the bad men, and the animals and the insect, the whole bit, all are contained in the void. So out of this void comes everything, and you're it. What else could you be? There's so many revelations. The cops are busting down our door. Mom's learning about my pornography habits as a young man. My dad is right side friend. My sweet patootie. Your sweet patootie, which means your little butt. Real quick story. It's Amanda's first job. She worked at a, a local KFC, mm-hmm. and there was a guy that she worked with. It was like her age, so like a teenager, and he would routinely. Amanda said apparently put a bucket on his head, cut the eye holes out, and then wear I guess like boxes on his feet and go out to the floor and go, "Hi, I'm the manager. How are you doing today? <laughs> Hello, how are you the manager? I'm the manager." And, uh...
pre-show banter. Hey, pre-show banter. God, you can't see that's a thing. You can't force the banter. What we might do is just start recording, and then we just tell Brett, like, hey, it starts at, like, 16 minutes. <laughs> All that other stuff, you leave it alone. 16 minutes in is when the show definitely starts. Speaking of which... Hey, are you ready to start the show? I am totally ready to start the show. <laughs> Did you know that this is episode number 18 of the Same Team You All podcast? Wow. Man, we've been at it for a while now. Yeah, we've <laughs> That's been pretty at exciting. It. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like 18 should be like a special number, but it isn't. I just felt like in my head. Oh, I guess our, our um, podcast is officially old enough to, what's something you can do when you're 18? Vote. Vote? Well, there we go. Our podcast is old enough to vote, guys. And smoke. <laughs> is that 18? Vote and smoke. Yeah. I think so. Well, I mean, Technically, you can smoke at any time, yeah. but you can't buy cigarettes until you're 18. Oh, wow. So, so guys, this... Listen here, Same Team Y'all podcast. You better not go and buy cigarettes after this. I'm talking to the microphone right now. <laughs> 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 you better not. <laughs> Maybe now that we're at episode 18, we get a little, like, gritty. They'll be like, <laughs> welcome to Same Team Y'all. I can now smoke <laughs> and vote. <laughs> and I believe view pornography. Really? I think 18. There's an age on that? Tess, I was a young man. Of course there was an age on it. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, um, my name's Eric. <laughs> my name is Tess. And guys, the Same Team Y'all podcast is a podcast where two librarians uh, try to make the world a slightly better place in our own special way by talking about things that we love, tales from the library, and uh, important life lessons along the way. That's right. Okay, now back to pornography. So, <laughs> just real quick, when I was a kid, so... When I was a kid, here's the deal. If you go to adult websites, I don't know if they do this anymore, but they probably do. They would say, like, warning, if you are not 18, that is a criminal act and stuff like that, right? Oh, really? And I remember okay. when I was a young kid, I won't say exactly how young, I would be on those sites and I would sit there and I'd be like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> and I would hit, yes, I'm 18. And then I would sit and I would listen to see if police sirens came. <laughs> <laughs> Which like I they know, were immediately well, waiting for I didn't you. know. I was a young kid, you know? And I shouldn't have broken the law. But I mean, it was the internet. I was a young man. Eric, so. what if the police are listening to this podcast? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Tea went everywhere. I hope uh, policemen, uh, if any policemen or uh, uh, local authorities are listening, uh, that was all just a, a hilarious joke. It was a friend of mine that told me about that. <laughs> That was not me. <laughs> good save, good save. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, oh, let me get my phone real quick. Did you know we had a new email? No! Mm-hmm. That's so exciting! Yeah, um, for those of you that are new listeners, um, we would very much appreciate if you would subscribe to us, tell a friend <laughs> about our podcast, and give us a rating. We like five stars, but really, you know, we always ask that you rate with your hearts. Um, and we especially love hearing from you guys. Uh, what's that email again, Miss Tess? It's same team y'all at gmail.com. Yeah, if you guys have anything that you would like to add to the conversation, we would love to hear from you. Just like Lisa V said, uh, she emailed us in and said, me and my baby have been listening to all of your older casts. Adorable. We are excited for the next one, which I believe comes out this Friday. Oh. (laughs) You guys have been making me feel more positive and happy, and smiles are contagious, so everyone around me is catching it, too. Keep up the good work. Smiley face emoticon. Wow. Thanks so much, Lisa V. Wait. Are you... (laughs) 
So Lisa V is my sister, oh. but that does not mean that I appreciate her email any less. That's true. I Thank was you, gonna, Lisa, for listening to our podcast. I was going to wonder if you were going to catch that. <laughs> so, but that's okay. Um, it's, I was like, wait. Eric's sister's name is Lisa, and she has a new baby. <laughs> she has a new baby, so I'm sure she can use all the positivity right. she can use. Sherlock right now. Holmes, right over here. <laughs> you saw her on this. Are you the detective assigned to my case? Are you coming after me for my childhood uh, looking at pornography? Oh my god! This whole thing has been a setup. Is this going to go on my record? Oh god! Don't tell my mom. <laughs> okay, guys. She's listening to this too. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, should we talk about some stuff we love? <laughs> yes, we should. do you have, Tess? I've got I've got a hard two and a soft three. A hard two and a soft three. Oh, yeah. I got um, you know what? I have a hard two and a soft three as well. Oh my gosh. What are we gonna do? No, let's talk about all of them, but we just won't like spend all night talking about Justice League because I know that's what you want to do. You think, you think so? I'll tell you. Can I tell you right now that I've got a two two hard ones and a soft one. Yeah. Yeah. And none of them are Justice Leagues. Wait, what? Well, I will talk about Justice League later in the cast, but it's not... Well, okay. Well... Did you learn a life lesson while you watched Justice you. League? Thank you. I learned All a right. life lesson while I watched Justice right. League. All right. We'll save it for later. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, give me one of your hard ones. Okay. <laughs> God. So, for new listeners, this is a family-friendly podcast, but, like... Someone honking outside the door? Yeah, it's the police. <laughs> no, they're not. They're here. Sir! <laughs> um, okay, one of my hard ones, we got to come up with better terminology for this, by the way, is um, I signed up for a marathon recently. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. April 15th, which someone tells me is tax day, apparently. I'm running the Western Maryland Rail Trail Marathon. It goes along the CNO Canal and around uh, some uh, train tracks. So I am very excited so about this is- your second marathon. This will be my second marathon. I ran my first marathon April of 2016. Oh, April is a uh, good time to do marathons. Well, I, I, I like to pick runs on like weather. You know, I don't yeah. like to run when it's too hot. I like running when it's too cold, but when it's too cold, there aren't a lot of runs. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, that means You've been training. Abs- well, today was my first day of training, so oh, I picked the okay. day before Thanksgiving to train. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, tomorrow you just get a lot of fuel for your next run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. I Turkey's think, got a lot of protein in it. As of, Yeah, I can tell myself that. Yeah, the potatoes will give me extra boosting energy. Uh, all the gravy is filled with electrolytes. Uh, the I've got, as of recording, 20 weeks to train, So, and I'm not in my peak. But I have the utmost confidence that I'll be okay. So I'm not there to like win, you know, I'm just there to run for myself. Yeah. Winning against myself. So I'm very excited about that. I love, uh, I love, I'm not great at running, like as far as speed, but I like running long distances. So nice. One of the things I'm loving, um, 
I'm hoping it's one of the things you're loving, too. You, is it, you took a guess about Justice League. I first. know. Here's my next guess. Thor Ragnarok. Ooh. Is that one of your things that you're loving? It's not one of my things, but what? I'll talk to you about I know. What am I talking about? Oh, my gosh. About? You're swimming in things. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have guessed Marathon, would you? I wouldn't have. I like, I, I like bringing an eclectic variety of things I love to <laughs> the are, cast. You are. You are bringing it. But we did both see Thor Ragnarok And uh, I think we both loved Fortnite. it, right? Right? And I know I loved it. I did too. Yes. Well, I not mean, I loved to make it one of the things. I didn't make love. it one of my things. Well, I figured how about it was a strategic decision because I figured oh, you, you knew I was good. I figured you would have. Yeah. So I was trying to be. Uh, I was trying to play the game. Yeah. The Ragnarok. Uh, really good movie. Liked it a lot. I thought it was phenomenal. You yeah. Know, I thought it was probably one of the funniest Marvel movies I've seen. It was super yeah. duper funny. I think Chris Hemsworth is a great action star, but I think he's a phenomenal funny man. He's yes. very funny. Yeah. Well, and he does that whole, like, I'm kind of dumb, yeah. funny, you know? And it works for well, him. Well, I lost my hammer the other day, so that's still pretty fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's funny because she really likes Chris Hemsworth as Thor. You yes. Know? And she, before seeing this movie, she goes, ooh, I don't like him with his haircut short. Yeah, because spoiler alert, his hair does get cut mm-hmm. in the movie. But by the end of the movie, Amanda turns to me and she goes, okay, he looks good with his hair cut short. <laughs> <laughs> he won her over. <laughs> he did, yeah, it was a good movie. And not only is it funny, but it's really pretty. Like, I'm a sucker for bright colors. Yeah. And there's just primary colors everywhere. Yeah, you know? and I dug the soundtrack, too. It yeah. was really cool. It was like a video game soundtrack. It made me think like Tron. Like yes. It made me think it was so much like Tron, kind of really like... really cool. Like this weird... It felt like... It felt like this weird, like, 80s yes. fan fiction cyberpunk <laughs> and Thor is there. Yes, right? that's what it felt like. I like And it. I think, like, the other two Thor movies, they weren't bad, but I... Definitely didn't like them as much as I liked this one. Thor The Dark World, I I like. I, I think I liked all the Marvel. And I like, felt like that one was kind of like a dark movie, so maybe well, they... Well, it has dark in the title. It does. Dark world, right? It had does. a whole world of darkness. <laughs> and dark elves. Man, darkness everywhere. <laughs> There's a lot of funny ones. The only... if Well... If I was to s- give it a... Say a criticism is that I think... I'll never say it was too funny, but I do think sometimes there were serious moments that they were just, like, joking over. Oh, really? Like, without spoilers, things at the end that are kind of, like, I would think shattering to a person, right? Right. And then they just kind of joke over it. Yeah. Or a thing, too, involving the Hulk, who is in the movie, where, like, he's kind of... I don't think this is a spoiler. Like, the Hulk, he's been the Hulk for a long time. Right. And Bruce Banner says something to effect of, like... I'm worried if I become the Hulk again, I might lose myself. Yeah. Right? Very serious. And then later, there's just a complete joke about him becoming the Hulk again. <laughs> and then by the end, I was like, "Is, is did we just witness... Are we never going to see Did Banner Bruce just again? die and we all just laughed about it? I right? know. I also have that concern. But I would rather have a phenomenal, funny movie than a movie that like takes itself too seriously. Yeah. You know? Also, the Hulk is great in this movie. Bruce Banner... Thor is- home! Thor home! Yeah. The Hulk and Bruce Banner are really excellent in this movie. <sighs> The sun's like going down. The sun's real low. <laughs> sun's real low. There's a lot of real. It was just. It was just so funny. You know, it was a great movie. I loved it. Yeah, I agree. Not enough to put on my list though. <laughs> What's next on your list? <laughs> What's next? Um. So I uh, recently, if you're a new listener, um, you may not realize that I'm a 
pretty big fan of Lady Gaga. I just recently oh, went yes. to a Lady Gaga concert uh, just this past Sunday with my mom. Mother Monster. I went to see Mother Monster. I was with at your the, mother. I went I went <laughs> to see Mother Monster with my Mother Monster. Um, and it was uh, phenomenal. It was the second Lady Gaga concert I went to. The first one I went to was Art Pop. Uh, have you have you listened to any? Like, yes, Gaga? I have, have listened. Remember, to I was supposed to make you a mixtape back you in the day. You were supposed to, and then you never did. Do you so know what I did? I made my own. Do you know what I did? You really? <laughs> yeah. What's on your mixtape? Um, oh, do you want me to like bring it up? Yeah, bring it. Yeah, up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you know what I did instead of making you a mixtape? What did you do? You know what I did. What I do instead of making you a mixtape? I had a daughter. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, it was Art Pop was the first concert I saw of hers a couple years ago, and then this one was the Joanne concert. And you know what's kind of cool is I don't have uh, cable anymore, but I guess the American Music Awards were going on. Yeah, and they cut her <gasps> performance that I witnessed. Wait, what? That's yeah, so cool. yeah, yeah. The um, they set it up, and so if you're watching the American Music Awards. They showed a portion of our concert live. They did a special performance just for the awards. Oh, and then they cool. shut it all down, reset stuff, and then did the concert. And then halfway through the concert, this is what's crazy. Halfway through the concert, they stopped the concert and on the screen showed American Music Awards live because she was nominated. Oh. And I guess they invited her to come. And yeah. she's, Lady God said, I would, rather, I would rather be here with you guys, is what she oh. said. And they did it. And she won. Wow. And I guess I guess they had a person in the audience, like, in case she won with a trophy. And they gave her one on the stage. Like, That's the, so So cool. there's this concert going on. A song ends. We cut to it. She wins it. Like, her, her choreographer hugs her. There's tears. There's crying. There's flowers. There's all this thing. And then she goes right into a song. Wow. And, like, halfway through the concert, she goes, I can't believe I won. You know, like, in the middle of these things. It was amazing, right? She's so cool. And so, like, when they're reading the nominees, and I don't remember who they are. It was, like, Beyonce and someone else. And everyone was respectful. No one was booing or anything. That's good. But, like, when they were, like, Lady Gaga, like, the audience, like, lost their freaking minds. Because no one knew. We didn't yeah. know when we went in there. They're going to be recording. I never even heard of the American Music Awards till, <laughs> till the other day. And and uh, it was phenomenal. That's really neat. Oh, I got I got more to say about Lady Gaga. But what's your playlist? Oh, um, <laughs> Poker Face, mm. Just Dance, mm-hmm. Million Reasons, Ooh. Bad Romance, uh-huh. Paparazzi, mm-hmm. The Edge of Glory, oh. Applause, uh-huh. Alejandro, uh-huh. Born This Way, mm-hmm. and Telephone. Ooh, those are really good. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, Eric, give me a call right now. On your phone. Yeah. Okay, let me call you That's right why now. You, you hear my ringtone. Is it Lady Gaga? I don't know. Call me and find <laughs> you're out. So, you're so funny. <laughs> Have I ever called you before? I, think, <laughs> I mean, all Jacob said, I think we're like texting friends. I might have called you once. Here, let me see if I can find your. Here, wait, wait, wait. Excellent podcasting. Here it is. Okay. I'm calling you. Here he goes. It, it's happening. <laughs> Okay. You want me to leave a voice message? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I'm glad. Because yeah, I feel I, like there was a point in our friendship where you're like, I don't really listen to a lot of Lady Gaga. Yeah, I. Uh, there was that point in our friendship, and then I secretly became a huge Lady Gaga fan. Have you listened to any of our Besides <laughs> Many Reasons of her new album, Joanne? Um, yes. Yeah. And it's really good. It's totally different from I, other yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, I, um, I really do. <laughs> Sorry about my yeah. air freshener. That's an air freshener, I'm not a goblin. It off. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I dig her. I like, um, I think she's very original. And I also like that she um, 
is like hands on in her music. I think a lot of pop stars are kind of like, anyways, write all this stuff for me. I'll show up and smile. Exactly. Not to, if by the way, if you're a pop star and you're listening, <laughs> email us at sametemyall at gmail.com. Yeah, please tell us all about your life. Or tweet at us at sametemyall. That'd be nice. <laughs> but no, I know exactly what you mean. She had, can I tell you, there was a same team y'all moment too. Well, oh yeah. Lady Gaga is all about the same team y'all ness. She right? really 100%. is. A hundred percent. She's she was, our patron mother. She <laughs> So, if our patron philosopher is Alan Watts, patron our, scientist, or yes, uh, it's Dr. Tyson Dr. who's on your mug, by he's the way. He's on my mug. And then our patron <laughs> mother is Lady Gaga. Um, she was in the, because she was talking to people between songs, and she was like, How many people are here from the LGBT community? And everyone was like, Yeah. She goes, How many people are here that aren't a member of the community but are allies? And yeah. She goes, How many people are here because someone dragged us and you're not a member of that and you're not an ally? She goes, Don't boo them. Don't boo them. You know, it was really good. She goes, Don't boo them. They're here and they're part of our family. It was so good, you know? And then she, there's another thing she always does where people will throw letters to her on the stage and then she'll grab them and just read them. It's amazing. And last time, usually. Did you write a letter? I did. I was nowhere near her. Are you kidding? I would have had to fold it into a ninja star and <laughs> set a bullseye across the horizon center at her. But people do layers and usually, and this is only, I say usually, I've only been to two concerts, but they're usually like, uh, thank you, you helped me come out, you know, and you oh, helped me accept yeah. myself and all that. But the one she read, Tess, oh my God, she read this one. She in the I don't remember the guy's name, but he was like, I'm from like rural Georgia and thank you. I did not grow up with many different people in my life and different this and I had very basically I was homophobic I did not have this and you opened my eyes you know what I mean I'm not a member of the LGBT community but now I'm accepting it it was amazing That's so cool I know right I like that are you listening Lady Gaga <laughs> it was and then of course this, the the everything was just phenomenal about the entire thing I actually had a little bit of an adventure because we took the this is real quick not to make you get the Gaga cast, which, by the way, is that our next podcast? Yeah. The Mother Monster cast? Yeah. You know there's not really any Lady Gaga casts out there? Oh, really? I've searched for them. Yeah. There's one really old one that, like, ended in, like, 2002 or something. So maybe we're the, we'll be the new guard. But anyway, we took the metro up, my mother and I, and the last metro train left at 11. Mm. And the concert was not going to be over till way past 11. We're like, what are we going to do? And I was like, don't worry about it, Mom. We'll figure it out. But then on top of that, our phones were, like, dying. <laughs> and so, like, we had, like, 5% left. Let's shut our phones off. So, luckily, long story short, we got out. And it was real cold out. And it was, like, midnight or a little bit after midnight. <laughs> almost one. And we called a taxi. And we were able to make it to our metro stop. They, the taxi drove us to oh, nice. Branch Avenue. But it did get kind of scary because I called the taxi. And they were like, "Will when we got a taxi in your area, we'll call you back to confirm that you're still there. And I was like, okay. And I was like... It went from like three to two percent. I was like, okay. Oh no! And I didn't want to scare my mom. Being like, we might have to sleep in front of the CVS tonight, you know. <laughs> but uh, we made it home. It was perfect. But yeah, it was a phenomenal concert. Uh, I would very much like to go to more. And I'll tell you right now, another thing cool is looking around in the audience. Amazing spread of demographic and ages. Like there was a guy like five steps from me that I swear was eighty. There were some kids ahead oh, of me. Wow. That were, there was like it was a mom and like her two fifteen year olds, and there was like a couple twenty year olds over there. It was amazing. You That's know? cool. Yeah, yeah. I went. The only concert I can compare to that is I went to see Buckethead in concert. Have you ever heard of Buckethead? I don't know Buckethead. I have facial blindness, so I don't think I would recognize the bucket. Well, he wears a mask. Also, oh. he wears a mask and a KFC bucket on his head. And he plays the guitar, 
And when I went to see him in concert, it was just him on stage with a guitar and he had like a like an iPod that did all of his backing music and then he played lead guitar. And then um, in the background on a projector, they were projecting like a Japanese monster movie. And, that sounds rad. And halfway through the concert, he stops to hand out presents Similar to Lady Gaga receiving yeah. receiving mail, he brings out like a big Santa bag and hands out toys to the front row of the audience. I've never heard of Buckethead. He's an interesting person. What kind of music? It's like it's like metal guitar music. Yeah, yeah. You should um, look it up after after the cast. I'll show you. I took some uh, YouTube videos while I was there, cool. and I'll show them to you. Well, I like KFC. Yeah, but in the audience, it was a very diverse crowd. There were like kids there. There were metalheads there. There were people wearing buckets on their head. There was a big group of people with special needs that were there. And my theory about Buckethead is that he might have special needs, and maybe that's why he wears a mask and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I don't really know much about him except that Brett was like, "Let's go see this concert," and I was Was like, "Was he a big Buckethead fan?" (laughs) Yeah, Brett likes Buckethead. He writes really cool music. Uh, Buckethead makes me think of real quick story. Is Amanda's first job? She worked at a a local KFC, Mm -hmm. and there was a guy that she worked with. It was like her age, so like a teenager, and he would routinely. Amanda said apparently put a bucket on his head, cut the eye holes out, and then wear. I guess like boxes on his feet and go out to the floor and go, hi, I'm the manager. How are you doing today? <laughs> Hello. Hi, you're the manager. I'm the manager. And apparently Amanda said at this place of business, like the manager, the real manager was just like in the back, like doing uh, Alyssa drugs. So he didn't really care what oh. the kids were doing. Whoa. But anyway, I always thought that was a funny story. Not the drug part. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Ooh, the bucket it got, part. It got real there. It did. What's your second hard one? <laughs> Look at you laughing. <laughs> The Punisher. You know what? Perfect yeah. timing. I Why? just I just watched the first episode last oh, night. Oh, cool. I did. I did. So I just watched the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't binge it, which is very unlike me. <laughs> I like to binge Especially things. Especially because you've been off, too. Right? I know. Yeah. I know. But I've been cleaning my house instead of binging The Punisher. Yeah, that's better than The Punisher. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, yeah, I watched the first three episodes. I really like it so far. I've watched. It's we watched cool. the, just the first one last night, and I thought it was very good. I we finished the Defenders. Yes. And I'll tell you right now, I really like the idea of the Defenders, and I think there's parts where the so Defenders is the Netflix, the Netflix show where Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil all team up, and I I think they play off each other really well. And there's parts I really do like, but near the end, I think it kind of petered out a little mm. bit. Like I don't think it was well defined what a black sky is, or uh-huh. what is the hand doing, or the substance is made of mysterious things that I want to spoil and it just by the end I didn't really uh, care anymore I would watch more you know but it just was kind of like okay you lost me and then we jumped into Punisher I was like okay I'm back now. Yeah. Especially that first episode. It's so strange. That is really cool. And it's uh, interesting. I won't, Like I said, I've only seen the first three episodes, but I've, I find that a lot of the show is about being a veteran. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Well, I think it's a smart way to spin the Punisher character. I mean, yeah. I think he always has been a veteran, but yeah. really leaning into like his extreme PTSD, yeah. right? And you really feel for this guy. Like yeah. You feel for him, even though, don't get me wrong, he's a murdering psychopath, you know? <laughs> He really is. 
but you feel bad for him, especially when they they're in the first episode they kind of have him put up against like bullies, mm-hmm. you know, and then not just bullies, but bullies that are doing illegal things. Yeah. So then when he like brutally murders them, you're kind of like to death. You're yeah. kind of like yeah. Movies are funny because like in real life I'm like no, there's always another way, right? There's always, but then in real life I was like that guy kicked his sandwich over, kill him, Frank, <laughs> kill him, kill that man. You kicked your lunchbox, you know. Good yeah, show, though. It is. I think I think it's been good so far. I'm I think Amanda likes it. Looking so. forward to um, watching some more yeah. of The Punisher. Cool, cool. Not making me laugh like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, not a funny show. Not a fu- not a funny show, but a there good show. There was a part in Thor Ragnarok where I laughed so hard that the people around <laughs> me in the theater. You told me what part it is. You want to? Yeah. Is it a spoiler if you share it? <laughs> Yeah, probably don't. don't probably, play, I'm yeah, not gonna play. say. It is funny though. <laughs> when you have seen Thor Ragnarok, then email us in, and I'll tell you the point. Yeah. Direct message. Direct message us on, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, Twitter, and we will we'll share the share the joke with Do you. Do you want to tell me your soft one? Soft one, real quick. It's music related. Yeah. Um, I've recently been getting really into uh, Ray said Fred. Are you familiar <laughs> Wait, with Wait, are they the? I'm. Too sexy. Yeah, that's, that's when. So here's the thing. Are you familiar with any other? Right no. Suffers? So here's. So apparently. <laughs> You're about to blow my mind that they have any more music than that one song. There's There's been a song. You've ever had a song like stuck in your head, but you don't remember the lyrics or anything. You just have the melody. Yes. And then you're like, how do I find out what this song is? Yes. There's apparently. So there's a song that Rice and Fred does called Dearly Dipply. Dearly Dippy. That I, I did not know it was called that until just a few days ago. And I was like, I bet this song stuck in my head since, I don't know, for years. But, you, you know, I didn't feel enough to try to research it. And then I did a bunch of Right Said Fred marathoning of music. <laughs> and uh, that's the song that was stuck in my head. So... <laughs> Uh, if you're not familiar, once this goes live, I will probably be tweeting out a bunch of Right Said Fred music videos because they are phenomenal. Um, <laughs> Sounds great. I have a list here of Right Said Fred songs that I very much enjoy. Um, deeply Dippy. He's very di- deeply dippy about the way you walk. That's the first line. Uh, you're my mate. It's about his best friend after he gets a bad breakup. Uh, stand up. Parentheses for the champion. End parentheses. <laughs> and you probably know this one. Don't talk, just kiss. I don't know. Don't talk, just kiss. No, anyway, Rice Said Fred is amazing, and his music videos are phenomenal. And wow. apparently my dad spent much of my childhood listening to it, because every song of his feels nostalgic for me. Yeah, so. maybe that's, uh, it's like ingrained into your also, brain there. he kind of looks like my dad a little bit. He's is like your a- dad Right Said Fred? <laughs> <laughs> How would you know if he wasn't? I, I, I wouldn't. There's so many revelations. The cops are busting down our door. Ooh, mom's worried about my partner. Pornography habits as a young man. My dad is right said Fred. Um, but yeah, his most famous song is uh, I'm Too Sexy. That's yes. the one everyone knows. But there are other ones that are very good. <laughs> right said Fred. Tip of the week. Cool. My soft one is uh, uh, The Hate You Give. Ooh. Yeah, you talked about you this. It? Yeah, you talked about yeah. this a few weeks ago, and then I decided to read it, and it's really super good yeah. and super thought provoking. Super powerful, right? Very. It's way more intense than I thought it was yeah. gonna be because I knew it was about um, a young man being killed by police, and he was unarmed. Yeah, and so it's kind of like. Uh, you know, off the headlines kind of a story. Yeah. But I didn't realize that the main character in the book is a girl who watched the whole thing go down. Like, she was with 
um, this young man when it happened and she mm-hmm. watched him die. And that was like the second of her best friends that she's seen die in her neighborhood. And the whole story just kind of goes out from there and how the community reacts to it. And um, I'm it's blanking just, uh, on the author's name. <laughs> Angie Thomas. Thank you. I got Angie, but I couldn't remember the. It's a really name. excellent book. I've been recommending it to yeah. people. Um, and that's another one that you you told me about. Mm-hmm. We're just going to pass it. them back. Yeah, we're just going to pass them back. That means next time I record, you're going to be like, Eric, right said Fred <laughs> is so blowing my mind right now. <laughs> you got to check out the album Fred Head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only half joking right now, but yeah, the hate you give is one of those books that like it it can it can it's like tough to read at times. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff, especially I, involving the main characters. Verge of tears several times. Yeah. yeah, well, especially involving Star and her dad, where I was like, oh my god, is this really this happening? Is probably a little bit more for you as a dad. So much dad blood pumping through my as veins. A dad and daughter. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, and he was. In my opinion, he's probably one of my favorite characters in the book. He's so good, you know? I mean, he's not perfect, yeah. you know? But man, what a good book, yeah, you know? Yeah, it is a good so, book. I, t- I often, there are parts that I did have fun, like especially where people are talking and there's yeah. moments of levity. But it's one of those books I was like, I don't know if it was, if I enjoyed it, but I think it was powerful you yes. know, and important. So. Yes, definitely. I'm glad you read that book. Yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot. Cool. Hey, Eric, do you have any tales? <laughs> I was prepared, but I wanted to leave it alone. Okay, here I uh, here I I'll do it. Hey Tess, you got any tales from the live Barry? Tales from the library. Tales from the library. Read some books. Read some books. We also have online resources. I really thought you were going to reverse it and like leave me hanging when I did tales. I thought you were going to. I have just one hard tale. How many tales do you have? I've got one hard tale also. Here, I went first last time. You want to go first? Okay, I will tell you my tale. It's a real short one. Uh, We were doing story time the other day. And it was colors story time. So, you know, remember our last episode, we were talking about themes for story time. The theme was colors. And I was reading this particular book called Dog's Colorful Day. And in it, there's... Is it with the spots? Yes, there's a white dog and he's got a black spot on his ear. But throughout his colorful day, he gets many other spots as he uh, goes on adventures. And, you know, he gets some jam on him and he gets like a pizza, a little blob of paint on him. And he goes and rolls in the grass and he's got a little stain on him. A little green dot. And so at the end of the book, he's got 10 spots. He's got the spot on his ear and then he's got nine other spots from basically just messes he's gotten in to and um a little boy i was reading it and a little boy looked at the dog with all the spots and he said that dog is a hot mess (laughs) it's funny because it's true that dog's a hot mess i could not disagree with him i couldn't he had he had a strong point that dog was a hot mess that dog's just a hot mess kids i find a lot of our tales are often like kids just say something and they were like that made my day yes it did it totally made my day i also what i love about kids saying stuff is like you know that they heard it you know, didn't just come up with that. Yeah. I remember one time uh, a little guy came into the library and um, 
Uh, they had just uh, there's an Amish market right outside the library that I work it's very at. Very cool. Yeah, because uh, the library I work at happens to be located near an Amish community, and so they set up a market right in front of our building. And uh, a little boy came in, and they had bought a pumpkin spice whoopie pie Ooh. at the Amish market for their for his mom. And he said, "We got my mom a pumpkin spice whoopie pie. She loves pumpkin spice. She's out of control." <laughs> How old is this kid? He was really little. He was like maybe five years old. And so you know, like, oh, he heard that somewhere. She's out of control. She's out of control. She's out of control. <laughs> the um this isn't my tale, but I um <laughs> just if we're talking about people saying silly things, this was actually an adult saying something funny. I had there's a, a woman named Miss Pauline who's going to library school. Okay. Who Miss Pauline, you listening? What's up, Pauline? <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up, girl? She and she for her school needed to observe a story time and then participate in it you oh. know um and she was lucky that a we were having programs going on and that i was like cool yeah you want to join me you know we'll, we'll figure it out kind of thing but anyway she was reading this book and um it was about unicorns we were doing the unicorn box okay and uh there's one part there's one line that it says something about a uh, tattooed patootie and she goes <laughs> Patootie's your little butt. <laughs> so funny to all these kids. Which I think the kids were a little confused what a patootie was. But just the way she goes, and the tattooed unicorn patootie. And she goes, tattoos your little butt. Or she goes, patootie's your little butt. You know, so funny. What's up, Pauline? Anyway, my tale is um, our local high school has a GIS program, which stands for Global International Studies. And it's like a really in-depth program that these high schoolers can go in. And it's like a... They have to work on a project for like two years and they need a mentor that helps them on it. And it's like this big paper and a project and it's supposed to help them understand the world and how to give back to the world in a certain way. Where there's a young man named Justin who's one of our teen volunteers. He asked me to be a mentor and I've been his mentor on this project for like, yeah, it's really cool for the past two years. So it's amazing watching his project, which is a paper and turned into a presentation um, kind of change over time, which is amazing. But what's kind of cool, so his project, and I don't, I don't remember the exact title because it changed so many times, but it involves like a, a, the influx of refugees into Europe from Syria. Okay. And he, he would routinely send me uh, resources, his bibliography, his paper to kind of look over and yeah. critique. And what is so amazing is that he he started off, and I don't know his opinions on on the refugee situation, which is a hot button. A lot of people have many strong opinions about don't let them in, do let them in, can we trust them, what's going on? Yeah. And Justin, I feel like, had one opinion going in because a lot of his sources um, were kind of cherry-picked, and I did uh-huh. tell him this, that kind of pointed towards refugees coming into these countries is bad for a lot of people for economic reasons, a lot of this, all that, you know. And uh, But he went through all this, and I just recently, uh, just a week or two ago, got to sit in on his final project, which is kind of a big deal. They have, like, a panel of teachers, like, watch this young man do this presentation, which is, like, part documentary, part... It's almost like he did a TED Talk on it. Wow. But what's amazing is... And I kind of knew this from looking at his sources, but I didn't help with the actual documentary. It was mostly the paper part. Is he completely... Tess did a 360 on his stance, which is amazing. He did his own research, figured out. And so now his project is the opposite, saying why the influx of refugees can be affixed with certain policies and how it's ultimately not a bad thing for these different areas. Wow. It's amazing. And he go he even he goes pretty far as for like 
citing uh, uh, xenophobia and oh. latent racism, which, I mean, could be a factor, you know? Yeah. And it's just amazing that this young man came in, which what I thought was one opinion about a topic, learned some research and said, whoa, I was wrong, right? And he did his whole project about, and his project was so great, too, because he actually starts with uh, Meat, and I don't remember the name, but Meat, what's his name? He works at a local market in Syria, da, da, da. This is his home. This is him having dinner. And he was like, this is his home the next day. And it's like, blown to hell. He has no place to go. These are his options. And it really puts you in this person's feet as opposed to, oh, it's just, if you want to label him, it's an immigrant. It's a refugee. Because when you label things, you forget, oh, wait, what we're saying is they're humans. They're people. And it was amazing. It was a great project. And uh, it was just really cool to see someone having an opinion and actually changing it. Right. You know, because it's not easy to do. And it's really cool to just, I mean, talk about a same team y'all moment. Right. He started off saying... I don't know. What's the opposite of same team, y'all? One team, y'all. My team, y'all. Or my team, none. Um, and then switched it around to the complete opposite. And then he sent me an email recently. Young, young kids are amazing. It was, Mr. Eric, I like to take my project to the next level. And I like to fight the... I, I, I actually really like the area I live in, but no area is perfect. I like to fight the xenophobia and racism that exists in our county. I was like, okay. I was like, how would you like to do that, my friend? And so I guess he's going to come back with a project idea. But... You know, I did tell him anyone can book the meeting room. You know, yeah. you can make flyers. You can do whatever you want. You should you tell know? him to read the hate you give. Yeah, I know. I should. He was, <laughs> he was just really cool. So, um, shout out to young Justin. It's been a pleasure working with you, my friend. And uh, uh, I'm sure he's off to great things. I was actually in the, when I sat to watch his project, his mom was there. And she was like tearing up. And then, then she got me tearing up. And I was like, Aww, this isn't even man. my kid. But he was there with his, like, he was wearing his tie and his yeah. slacks. His tie was a little too long. I wanted to fix it, but I didn't want to, like, overstep my boundaries. Like, it was just, to me, everyone has opinions about where their tie should be. To me, like, right above the belt, but below the belly button's a sweet spot for a tie. It was a little below the belt. And I was like, I want to fix it. But I left it alone. But uh, that's and my... So- it's so neat when someone asks you to be a mentor. Too. Yeah, it was. I almost didn't do it because it is a time commitment. Like I would mm-hmm. get emails, and he's a young kid, so there would be multiple times he'd be like, "Mr. Eric, could you um could you proofread this?" And he'd be like, "This is due tomorrow." I'm like, oh. "Dude, dude, I got a baby at home. I got this. You got to help me out, you know." And I'd be like scrambling to give him my notes. Um, also, he was really cute. He would sign. Uh, every email uh your student justin i know right so it was a great experience being his gis uh project mentor um and i'm sure he's going great places i have a co-worker who is uh she's getting her her degree right now she's uh getting an associate's and then she's getting a bachelor's and then she wants to get a master's degree and she wants to be a librarian and um i noticed that she was talking to me a lot about what should I do? Which school should I go to? What class should I take? What, um, you know, what, what should, and I would talk to her about it, but then I thought it was a little weird. Like, why does she keep asking me? And she, and so one day I just, I just said, I was like, why are you asking me? Like of all the people here at the library, why, why are you asking me this question? She was like, oh, don't you know, you're my mentor. That's so sweet. It was really sweet. And she was like, she's like, I think you're amazing. And I said, I said, yeah, but you know, there's people who've gotten their master's degree. They've been at this a really long time. You know, don't you want to talk to one of them? She's like, no, no, I've chosen you. Well, also, I mean, here's the deal. You give great advice, right? I guess so. You know, the whole podcast where you give advice. Kind of. Oh, do we give advice? We give life lessons. Sort of. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. 
Maybe not hard advice. So I didn't really think of myself that way. Yeah. But I guess I just thought I'm listening and I... I will help you out, but I didn't realize I apparently meant a lot to her. That's amazing. Yeah. It just goes to show you don't know what's going on like in other people's heads, right? right. You never know, you know, and that, that's actually really cool. Hey, yeah. Eric, are you ready to tell me about I got a question for you. How do you know I had a Freya watch. I assume you have one Maybe every I week. just had the most boring <laughs> Freya. Uh, so for new listeners, Freya Freya's just my, slept for a whole four <laughs> nights. Freya's my, uh, I almost said newborn baby, but she's not newborn. She's a big girl now. She's 10 months. Yeah. 10 months old. And uh, she's we not have the, that big. Well, <laughs> she was. She's still wearing like six month like onesies <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, if uh, we didn't have a special segment for Freya, I would always talk about her in the stuff we love segment. Rightly so. Um, I actually don't have a lot. She's growing. She got new ear molds. Um, probably the biggest thing is. Oh, did you see I posted on Facebook a video of me bouncing balls off my head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I'm a comedic genius. <laughs> she was losing her mind. I also got her laughing the other day. Where uh, this is like the middle of the night. This is like four in the morning, and she was like, "I'm awake." And I was like, no, no, girl. Girl, you're not awake. And she was sucking on a pacifier. And she took it out and, like, handed it. Like, she shoved it in my face. And so, inspiration struck. Uh-huh. And I put it in my mouth. Yeah. And I was like... And she, like, lost her freaking <laughs> mind. Like, she thought that was the funniest thing... Oh, my God. ...in the world. Dad um, is so funny. I know. Dad, this guy, he's hilarious. Uh, what I'll do is I'll tweet out uh, that video of... Uh, it's a short video of me bouncing and this rubber ball off my head. And she's just, like... Losing her freaking mind. We did go. I guess so real quick. Uh, Freya saw Santa Claus for the first time. So that's exciting. How did she react? She yawned. She did not care. Because I don't think, you know, we don't really, we didn't really talk about Santa Claus. We went to National Harbor. And uh, they so did. this wasn't a planned visit. He just happened to be someplace was, that you were. Oh, it no. It was. Okay. So we went to National Harbor for they did a special kind of like Christmas thing. Like they uh-huh. did a Christmas tree lighting. Is it at the Gaylord? At or... the, no, it wasn't oh, okay. at any of the hotels. It was oh, like okay. just at the like, oh, okay, the public cool. area. Like they have like a. Have you ever been? I I've only been to the harbor one time. We went to the ice exhibit. What was the theme? It was the Grinch. Ooh. And then we went over to the Gaylord, which is that big hotel yeah. there, and they have a big tree inside. It's like a light show too, right? Yeah, and yeah. there's like a choir that comes out and yeah. sings, and then it snows indoors. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing. Yeah, the, the ice show is really cool. Um, it's if if you're not familiar, they take all these huge blocks of ice from. And they carve them, I guess, over the course of a year, pretty much. I guess. I don't know how long it takes into these crazy exhibits. Did you go down the slide? I didn't go down the slide. There was a really long line for oh, the slide. I've always, <laughs> I've always gone down the slide every time. There's a big ice slide. You slide down on a slide made of ice. One of my coworkers, she went this past weekend. They're doing Rudolph this year. Yeah. Um, and she went and uh, she was like, she's like, I can't wait to go down the slide. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, I didn't go down the slide. She's like, what? You gotta go down the slide. <laughs> I went down the slide with Freya once. Not this time, but because the ice exhibit, the ice exhibit wasn't open yet. I guess when we went. Um, but we went like, oh, it must have, oh, God, she must have been so young. Holy smokes. Because she, Jan, Freya Did you was go bo- in January? Freya was born in January. Yeah. January 25th. And you went to an ice exhibit at some point? We, I'm pretty, 
you know what? There's no, like on the way home from the hospital. There's no way. There's, I don't think we had Freya with us. I must be just be retroactively putting Freya in all my past (laughs) memories. (laughs) There's no way. Cause it's really cold. In In a way she's always been with you. Yeah. In a way. (laughs) Yeah. You would never bring a baby in there. It was so cold. They issue you a parka when you enter the exhibit. When we went to, so we've been to two different ice exhibits. One was like Christmas around the world and one was a year without Santa Claus. And when we went in, there was a family. So the National Harbor is a really cool area, but it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to label anything, but kind of like, uh, if I would hoity-toity. A little ritzy. ritzy, Very, very nicely dressed people. And the family in front of us very much didn't want to ruin their style. And I'm not making assumptions. Like, the dad was like, nah, we're not wearing those tacky... Parkas. Oh no, you have to. And they went in there and they immediately like almost died and had to get their parkas on. And it was, Amanda was kind of like, it was like a justice moment. Like, yeah, <laughs> you should put those parkas on, those tacky parkas like the rest of us. Um, anyway, they <laughs> this year, um, we she saw Santa Claus at the uh, carousel. He went and rode, rode the little carousel around and stuff like that. And uh, it was a lot of fun. That's cool. Fun My nephew just saw um, Santa pretty recently. Now yeah. he's four years old oh, so he kind of knows what's he has going the on idea. Yeah. and and he said i saw santa and i said where'd you see him and he said he was at the store and i said that's weird because they thought he lived in the north pole and he was like yeah well he was coming to check on me and i was like <laughs> personally oh. and i was like oh have you been good and he said eh, sometimes <laughs> come see come saw. <laughs> So funny. I think he gets points for honesty. I don't know if we talked about this on the cast or if this was one of our many conversations before and after the cast, but that I was like kind of, Amanda and I didn't know if we were going to do Santa Claus or not. Yeah. Like we celebrate Christmas, but we're not religious, but I felt like Santa Claus was kind of like lying a little bit to my kids. I I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird, right? You know, but... When I was a kid, I did think it was fun. So, and I didn't feel any like hard feelings, like "Dad, how dare you?" kind of situation. So, I think we're gonna go do Santa Claus. But we have talked about like wanting to do like Captain Awesome or something, which is like Santa's like really cool like friend that lives on the moon with him. <laughs> it's just you. Yeah. Anyway, that concludes. Eric. Yes. Have you learned a life lesson during this fortnight? You bet your sweet buttons I did. (laughs) Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. My sweet patootie. Your sweet patootie, which means your little butt. <laughs> um, the Justice League movie just came out this week. You have not seen it yet, right? No, I have not seen it yet. I saw it. Um, I am a big DC fan. It was like watching a dream come true before my very eyes. <laughs> I will be the first one to say it's not a perfect movie. Like, I feel like they cut a lot out to get it under that sweet two-hour mark. Okay. Um, and I'm hoping that when the Blu-ray comes out that there's like an ultimate edition where they slide those scenes back in. Um, but on the whole, I very much liked it. I thought the characters played really well off of each other. Now, why is this a life lesson? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've talked a little bit on this cast that the reason we do the same Team Y'all cast is to spread a little bit of positivity, hopefully spread the message of, like, open-mindedness and uh, how we're all on the same team, ultimately, despite our different beliefs and our different opinions. And uh, 2016 was a hard year for a lot of people. (laughs) 
Um, for most, for a lot of people, um, it was a 2016 presidential election was very tough for everyone, you know, um, on both sides. Um, but for me, especially Batman versus Superman, you know what I mean? We've talked about this before. I came out of that movie thinking that it was amazing and the world, it felt like the world slapped me in the face and it was very hard. Cause if you're not familiar, a lot of people do not like Batman versus Superman and they not only don't like it, but they're in my opinion, very aggressively mean about the movie and, frankly, about people that do like the movie, you know? And I just think, so, I've learned... It's been, like, a whole year, right? Yeah. Well, even more. Holy smokes. It's been over a year. Yeah. March. So, Batman vs. Superman came out in uh, 2016, March. March of 2016. So, it's been almost almost two years, really. I, I don't know what your lesson is going to be, but I do want to say... <laughs> Uh, I feel like you've grown and matured a lot so? since then. Yeah. Like, I remember uh, in late 2016, the movie Rogue One came out, and and I remember you really liked that movie, and I didn't like it yeah. that much, and we attempted to podcast about it, and that is, like, the lost podcast that will never... It got too real, It got right? way too real. There were a lot of things going on. It turned on. into, like, a therapy session. It did. <laughs> I had a hard time grasping why people didn't like this movie. But here, I got... So last week, you broke up. You set a precedent by breaking the lesson up into four parts. I did. I've got two parts for this lesson. And I've I've even written them down just to make a nice, short, and sweet. And we've said this... Some of these are kind of retreads of past lessons, but that's okay. Uh, Number one, it is okay for something to exist, specifically if it's entertainment... Even if you don't personally enjoy it, right? <laughs> I'm telling you right now. And a lot of people often, like, uh, let's say you like Star Wars, but you don't like... Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, right? For instance. It is okay that it exists because I'll tell you right now, if you don't like it, I guarantee someone on the planet Earth does. And who's to say that your or my enjoyment is more important than theirs, right? And the second lesson, it is okay for others to dislike something that you like. That's another hard lesson, right? How many times have you talked to someone who's like, oh, I've never seen Star Wars, right? What? You've never seen Star Wars? Are you kidding me? Life got in the way, you know? <laughs> and it's hard. Um, if I And I've learned, too, I guess if I was to do another, well, I've learned, too, <laughs> that, like, I like to read, I do like to read reviews of movies and stuff, but... It's it's tough because the reviews for Justice League are mixed to not great. And it's difficult because I know, and this doesn't sound stupid, a lot of people worked really hard on this movie, right? You know what I mean? Actors, their faces on this movie. And I can imagine, like, them, what they're going through when they read these reviews and they're like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah, if they read them. If, maybe if they I don't. If I was an actor, I would not read reviews. Do you think reviews. Gal uh, reads the reviews? Probably not. She's I probably above it all. Probably. I don't know. She is a an angel walking upon the earth so i'm so glad that you've seen the light miss tess she is i have told people though that if you don't like batman versus superman and you did like wonder woman uh two things wonder woman's in it so you'll like a sixth of the movie so that's really good (laughs) and she's there being wonder woman in all her glory and two that there is a tonal shift in this movie where it does feel a little bit more they're leaning less into like the heavy uh seriousness which i kind of miss to be honest because i feel like the original movie like the justice league movie that Zack snyder was going to make doesn't exist now like it's been chopped up and turned into something else which is okay but i was just want to take this quick moment to just say it's totally okay 
for something to exist that you don't enjoy because someone else probably does like it and it's okay for others to dislike something that you like it literally doesn't change anything about it the only thing that it does is let's say a lot of people don't see justice league and doesn't make a lot of money we might not see another one, right? So that's one thing. But in the great scheme of things, I can't do anything about that, right? Right. I can't make more people see it. Yeah. I can see it more times. I probably will see it more times, but that's not going to change anything. Yeah. So there's some things in this world that you can change and some things you can't. And you'll always have it. Even if they don't make more. That's exactly right. They'll always have it. It's tough, though, because I, I do really hope they do an Ultimate Edition. Cause, and I think it's just, you know how sometimes if you're really close to something, you know, like, <laughs> like I just know, like, like the directors had changed and then, like, uh, Hans Zimmer was out and Danny Elfman was in as the score. And, like, I'm, like, really close to it. And I'm just like, man, what was that original vision like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but that's just a real simple life lesson, a retread of past life lessons. But a, a good reminder since Justice League is out. And you may have opinions about the movie without seeing it. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. So, and, You're right. Uh, we have said this before, but I feel like it's totally worth saying again. Yeah, again. <laughs> I think it's okay to kind of go through like, these these main, I would say, tent poles of our of our cast <laughs> philosophy. So, um, should we have ourselves a positivity party? I think that we must. <laughs> Mandatory positivity party. (laughs) This is your mandatory positivity party. Which we'll be doing until we're skeletons smiling in the ground. Uh, Guys, this is the positivity party where we wrap up every single podcast by dancing to these really cool tunes and by spending time thinking about why we are awesome and things that we're grateful for. Uh, Miss Tess, can you think of something that you're grateful for right now? Yes. (laughs) Look at you. I had the day off today um, because I have all this, like, this leave that I get. Like, at our job, we accrue leave, and I didn't take enough throughout the year. So I'm in this position at the end of the year where I have to take, like, all these random days off. And I was tempted to complain about this because if I'm not at work, I'm missing things. But... Then I realize how stupid it is for me to complain about the fact that I have a job that pays me to stay at home sometimes. Yeah. And, um... There are many jobs that do not give benefits. In fact, this yeah. job is the first one I've ever had that had any benefits. You yeah. Know? That's, that same for me. Yeah. I remember I went about seven years without going to see a dentist because I had no <laughs> dental benefits. And boy, howdy, when I went, I had a lot of cavities. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really grateful that I have my job. That's yeah, amazing. Thanks. Cool. Uh, thing I'm grateful for, I don't think I've done it yet on this podcast, being able to podcast with one of my best friends. Aww. I really do mean that. This is a lot of fun. This is a podcast that, I mean, maybe it's naive, but I like to think we're doing our own small bit to make the world a better place. And I couldn't do it by myself because you do not want to listen to a podcast with just one guy talking to himself. Maybe someone could do it, but you don't want to listen to me talking to myself for that long. High so, five. High five. Boom. Boom. Guys, take a moment to say what you're grateful for. Which we didn't time this uh, on purpose, but uh, tomorrow, as a date of uh, recording right now, is Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. This is a whole day where you talk about things you're grateful for <laughs> and eat. Yeah. Uh, hey, Eric, tell me something that you like about yourself. I wrote this down here, and I thought about this because <laughs> I was thinking about me running my marathon. Because, guys... Not that I'm the most out of shape guy, but I'm not in marathon shape. In fact, I think a lot of people would look at me and be like, you're running a what? 
Um, I would say my willingness to try to improve myself and improve in this case, uh, my health. It's not easy and I'm one of those guys that I need to do something really big to actually make a significant change in my life. And I, I'm hoping to get healthier out of this. That's I'm something I like for about you, myself. Mr. Eric. Thank you. I'm rooting for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I like about myself that I uh, am a kind person and um, I saw this quote uh, recently and it said um, something about, uh, I'm going to bring up the quote really good, real quick because it was really good. Ready? Here it is. Kindness is in our power even when fondness is not. Yes. And I love that. And I, I find that I've had many opportunities during the past fortnight to be kind when I'm not necessarily fond yeah. of the situation uh, that I need to be kind in. Um, but uh, I, I find that it comes easy to me and that's, that's awesome. something I like about That myself. is something that I don't think a lot of people have as a personal trait, right? <laughs> Guys, you, you want to do it? Yeah, say something nice about yourself. Do it now! Why is it getting more aggressive, Tess? <laughs> I don't understand! Oh, you're oh, so great! By the way, you are so great! <laughs> no, you really You're like, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, you've been listening to the Same Team Y'all podcast. Um, where could they email us? Yeah, email us again at sameteamyall at gmail.com. Tweet us at... Oh, at Same Team Y'all. And uh, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Yeah. Give us five stars if you want. Yeah, we would prefer it. Hey, Lisa, my sister, what's up, what's girl? Movie? What's up, girl? Hey, <laughs> Logan, this is your Uncle Hot Rod. What's up, police? That I what's up, police? <laughs> <laughs> I clicked it, but I didn't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'll catch you next time. Oh, and be the change you want to see in the world. Ooh.